This is Managing Mayhem. Presented by Two Lawyers and a Layman. Because good intentions are not a legal defense. Hello and welcome to Managing Mayhem with Two Lawyers and a Layman. This is Patty with Jeff and Jack. How are you guys doing? Doing well. How are you? Hey, what's going on? So today's topic is all about the office witch hunt. And Jack, this has got to be a favorite topic of yours. I'm sorry, but oh, I even though mention. I know that it has nothing to do with real witches, it, just the fact that the word is in the title is exciting. But there are going to be some references, right? I mean, we can't we can't have a witch hunt without some references. No, I'm wearing a bonnet. <laughs> you know, Jack's first ten, I think, Halloween's, he was a witch, and it was also the same witch every year, like the exact no, was, same. There was it was a traditional witch, right? Like a yeah. green witch with a, a pointy nose, pointy hat. Yes. I don't like James. <laughs> I'll just I'll never forget your birthday, which is in January. We have like this family photo of all of us sitting on the couch and we're all like just hanging out for your birthday and you're wearing a full witch's mask. <laughs> just you know what? Yourself. We are going to post that on our Managing Mayhem Instagram so everyone can yeah. see. Old habits die hard. <laughs> And witches die harder. <laughs> witches die harder. Okay, that's not politically correct. The witch trials were a serious thing and people did die. So we're not getting into that. Often. No. And you know what? People are like, what are we talking about today? <laughs> what is the office witch hunt? The office witch hunt, yeah. which we've all experienced. It's just when, when human nature takes over and the office turns into Lord of the Flies. And really, you mm, know, yeah. the first thing I think of is the thermostat war, right? Oh, Over like man. tiny things. <laughs> yes. Yeah, right. Like, <laughs> like someone turns up the thermostat a couple of degrees and all of a sudden. It's just a, and it's unspoken power shift at first, too. It's somebody yes. notices the thermostat's different. And someone says, <laughs> I'm cold and I'm turning it up. Yeah. And then, and then someone else goes, I saw who was there last when it got hotter. And then they're turning it down. And in some offices, you see them with little mini binoculars spying so they could get to the yeah, heart of right, who right. is bumping it up. Right. And then you get to confirm that it is Meg. You know, where I really saw the witch hunt was during the height of COVID, where oh we, were, we were advised by agencies that you couldn't disclose who had COVID. It automatically created secrecy <laughs> right. that we didn't need. You get the email that... You have been in close contact with someone in your office with COVID, <laughs> right. but due to confidentiality, we cannot tell you who it is. So witch hunt begins. Yeah, like it's an office of 10 people and the one person is gone. And we all got the same email that we've been in close contact with someone with COVID. Right. So I guess people got <laughs> crazy about it because they're like, I, I live with elderly people. I need to know this is my my health, my safety. And especially before we had the vaccines and everything. And in, at the beginning of the pandemic, the stakes were very high. Yeah, I could see that stake being a little higher. Right. right. But there was one story I read about an office that began a witch hunt to determine who was watering down the soap dispensers. They were like the little Target, you know, pump dollar right. soap dispensers. And nice everyone stuff. was just up in arms, couldn't work because it just felt gross on their hands, this watered down watered soap. Down. <laughs> I wonder who <laughs> noticed first. Like it's what, what consistency uh, level? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It gives you a little more bang for your buck, a little more mileage. And what does the person get out of watering it down? 
More mileage, know. right? It, it, well, it, are they getting mileage for the group or are they taking some for out to bring home? They were spending an inordinate amount of time thinking, kind of what you were thinking, right. well, who would actually be motivated to do this? It must be HR. Right. Let's blame it on HR well, because they, you know. I see. They're, they're trying to cut corners. Right. I like yeah. the, the, the idea of like, what person would do this? They're like coming up with like an FBI profile on the person, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, who would so, have watered down soap, right? Right. They finally went to HR, and, and as it turned out, it was the janitorial staff who was watering it to cut corners, you know, to have it last longer. Um, but a lot of time and energy was spent. The witch hunt took a while. And, and good times, time well spent. Time well spent. Yeah. Game of Clue, right? Yeah. yeah. The, the other one I read about was a couple employees one weekend were looking up people to see criminal records. Um, yes. I-Corps, right, in Idaho. That's my internet homepage also. It's not Google. <laughs> right. <it's that>. right. <laughs> you know, they, they were actually having wine, just, you know, looking at old boyfriends, girlfriends. Yeah, just hanging out. They start looking up coworkers. They find one coworker who had a battery charge about 20 years ago. Okay. And the thing about when you look up people online, they don't really give you a lot of information about what happened. There's no context. It's just... They were charged and convicted of X, hmm. right? Yeah. So this one was battery. Yeah. So not a lot of info. Right. But in this story that Jeff and I were looking at, they then started gossiping to people about it and telling them and like, is this person safe for us? That's why the witch hunt began. Right. Like, do we right. want to be working with this person? And, right. and then all of a sudden the next thing, right. and then through word of mouth, all of a sudden it's, I heard he kidnapped someone. <laughs> he I mean, kidnapped it's a police officer. Dude, he held a police officer for ransom. Right. And Carl's just sitting over there like, why is everyone talking about me? <laughs> I, I'm like, actually just finishing my seventh Excel for the day. Excel right, spreadsheet. Right. right. I've been with this company for, for 30 years. <laughs> Someone's walking by saying, and my dad's a police officer. How dare you? How, How dare, yeah, dare you? Yeah, someone spits on it. <laughs> spits he's, on like, Carl. he's like, so what is happening? Right. <laughs> so suddenly staff are coming to HR saying, we don't want to work with Carl. Right. Know, we don't feel yeah. safe. We feel like he's and a threat. And why would they? He's a murderer and a kidnapper. <laughs> <laughs> and talk about a nightmare. Talk about a nightmare for the managers in HR because all of a sudden, the rumor mill is just spinning. It's going it on to fire. They bring, in right. this, they bring in this 50-year-old Carl, and he's like, I had a college frat party fight when I was like 20, and I, right. I didn't even go to jail. I was put on probation for like right. a, a fist fight. And What's meanwhile, happening? the stakes are, I saw Goody Proctor with the devil. Plus, for the last like 30 years, I have, you know, I've been working at this company with no problems, right? Clean record. Right. And the, the staff goes crazy. I'd like to say that was just one story, but I have had this multiple times throughout my yeah. employment career where this Lord of the Flies situation has occurred and we've had to address right. it. And trust me, not fun to try to unwind the watch of gossip. No, no. You know, I always thought about why are people doing this? What do you guys think? You know, I mean, I, to th me, a lot I of think it's boredom. Boredom. <laughs> yeah, probably. I, I agree. Bored. They don't have enough work, right? But boredom. It, or insecurity. Right. Yeah. Gossip, obviously, you know, in that People last love one, gossip. The snowballs, they love, they love to talk. But I think the big one to me is that employees act out when they believe that their manager's not going to do anything. They, they, there's a That's lack true. of confidence right. in the, the right. manager. I don't know, the CEO. The, the, the main yeah, there's staff, a problem right? that's the, the, not the getting the fixed. Ups, right? That they're yeah. not going to address it. So the right. people... The people's justice is going to happen. Right? Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, it's like vigilante style <laughs> HR. 
The problem with it is, is what a mess. I mean, first of all, I think when they're doing all this, what, what are they not doing? Their job, right? Right. And, and so productivity <laughs> takes a hit. Right. Absolutely. So um, I'm, I'm just looking at your time, Gina. The last uh, two days, <laughs> you have spent six hours staring at the thermostat from across the room. Is that correct? <laughs> She's like, you're not going to only find the work that I've been doing interesting. You're going to find it extremely relevant. Right. And here's a report. <laughs> Let me take you to the thermostat. <laughs> right. It, it's distracting. I mean, just, really distracting. distracting. I, I mean, the big one is just bullying, right? That's what it right. turns into. Yes. It turns into us against them, us against one, us against Carl, the yeah. murderer. A bunch of know. low blows and, and actual lies. Like, right. It can and, get and, dark fast. Yeah. Yes. And you and get this divided well. workforce. It's obviously not good for the morale. Right. 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 And then, I mean, more seriously, things can lead to defamation. All of a sudden, if you're calling Carl a murderer right. or a child right. molester, I mean, yeah. you, you're going to get sued for defamation. Right. Right. Um, like, you're, like, it starts to get serious. And you're like, you're actually messing with someone's life and their reputation. Right. And, you know, you take something that's distracting and maybe rude, you get them to bullying. And then, you know, finally, you get to harassment where get to harassment. You, know, you, you get a bunch are, of bored people on board. You know? Yeah. I mean, like, there was one situation where people were commenting about someone going to the bathroom multiple times. Right. Suddenly they're talking about, well, what medical condition does this person have? That could yeah, be Yeah, they're in a protected class. Right. And they're speculating or, you know, you're speculating about someone's mental health. Right. It's a mess for managers in HR. Really a headache. Yeah. Because while we, while we joke about it, it is really, really toxic for on so yeah. many levels in the workplace. Like, right. whether it's productivity or people being bullied, it's just like, not, it's just a toxic thing to have in the environment. Well, and how all these things start is it's so small. It's literally one degree on the thermostat or yes. it's a Keurig <laughs> pod. And all right. of a sudden it snowballs into, this is the main event of the office for the week. Right. What should a manager do when they start noticing it that's really the challenge because sometimes managers are just not noticing it they're not they're not coming right. out of their office so the first thing is to be in touch with what's going on in your work environment you know open your door right. monitor your workforce keep the pulse of what's going on because you want to stop it before it starts that would be my first suggestion the minute you see anything happening right I, I forget that that's kind of like you do have to have an eye and ear out for those kinds of interactions that aren't as obvious, but that grow. Right. It's part of right. your job. Supervise the social climate. I mean, to me, stop it before it starts, but then also try and address the root issue. Yeah. I know we talk about these things as they are small issues, but they, they are important to people. And they obviously and so, affect people. Right. And so, <laughs> what, you know, we talk about sending out the emails to everyone. Hey. Uh, out of respect, leave the thermostat at whatever it's supposed to be, or get one of those like little plastic locks on it. Lock cages, or the Keurig it. pod, or the soap. Like we're gonna handle this, um, but address the root issue, and that shows it shows your employees that you're a listening, and b you're gonna do something, right? Right. right. And however, it, however small it may seem to you, it will actually make everyone feel heard, and then it will actually yeah. solve a much larger problem down the road. Right. Right. And I think that uh, 
taking action and communicating with people, being transparent, like, you know, there's been concerns brought up. Yeah. We want you to know we are addressing them. You know, we'll loop yeah. back when we have some solutions or this is our solution. So making sure everyone is aware that you are handling the issue, that you are, right. you know, even if it's going to take a little bit of time, we're looking at it, we're going to, you do need to conduct a fact-finding, yep. an investigation, you right. need to come up with solutions, but you also yep. need people to respect that process and right. trust mm. that you're working on it and refrain from disrespectful conduct. Absolutely. Right. You know, you need to discipline those who are perpetuating the problem, uh, right? Yeah. If, if, right. It's if they not, cross the line, not if, if they've crossed talking, the line, right? Yeah, not yeah. initially when they're raising it, but as, as you know, when we're talking about the rumor mill spinning and we're talking about yeah. all of a sudden we're wandering into harassment, defamation mm -hmm. land, bullying, you're going to need to discipline those people, far. right? Yeah. You're going to need to discipline those people and address it immediately. You know, on a few of them that I've had to handle, um, at the conclusion of it, we've reminded and cautioned employees that, first of all, it's not cool, not respectful, you know, what you're doing. It's not creating a team, but also it could be defamatory and they could be held individually liable. And a lot of them are like, what? Me making up right. stuff could put me at risk? I mean, I'm shocked that they don't get that. Who raised you? Right. <laughs> As a manager, keep an eye out for it because while it may seem awkward at first to have to talk about it, it's going to be way worse if it just goes unaddressed. Um, and the escalation yep. ends up being Absolutely. exaggeration as well and torpedoes morale. So you guys can do this. Um, and name. if you do have any stories about the <laughs> witch hunt um, that, that are actually humorous in nature, please email us at admin at mnwlegal.com. Yeah, we want to hear them. Or if they're serious, then we're here for you. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, we've been receiving a lot of listener questions, so we're going to answer one real quick. The question is from Marcus, who is in Utah. Jack, let's hear it. Um, hello, Marcus. Hi, Marcus. Uh, Marcus says, we use a time tracking app, super futuristic, for employees to clock <laughs> in and out. I have two employees, and for as much as they are on their phones, they always forget to clock in. And I always have to remind them, and if they forget again, can we just not pay them for the time that they didn't clock in? Mm, good question. Right. So, yeah, good question. Good. I know a lot of companies are switching to these, according to Jack, futuristic time tracking. <laughs> I guess Jetson we'll just say they're modern. Jetson. Yeah. <laughs> right. Real jets and stuff. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, and so they, they have a lot of issues of people clocking in and out. And so as far as not paying them when they didn't clock in, you can't. You have to pay them for any time that they've worked or that you're aware of them working. And yeah. so just because they technically miss the clock in, mm -hmm. if you know that they're at the office working, you have to pay them for that. But at the same time, you do need to discipline them and you can use your progressive discipline with an, starting with an oral warning, written, ultimately termination if they keep doing yeah. it. I, I used to, I mean, I do think that's got to be a common problem with the clocking out and clocking in. I, I worked at a restaurant and I would go home and I'd be like, oh, crap, I like totally forgot to clock out. And then yeah, it's, next it's day they'd really have to common. adjust my hours. And yeah, because you also, when you want to get out of there, you're not, it's, I don't know, you kind of just like forget about it. Right. What's important to remember, though, is that you can't punish them in the standpoint of not paying them. You can you can do discipline, yes. but it, you do have to estimate mm -hmm. the amount of time that they work because the standard is that the employer knows or reasonably should have known that the employee performed work. And that's a pretty yeah. easy standard to meet. The other thing, though, is 
Yeah. Jack and I, I, sorry if I'm picking on you on this, but there are people who perpetually don't clock in and out, you know, um, sometimes, you <laughs> yeah. know, they do that. And yeah. I'm not saying you do, Jack, habit. but yeah, some, you gotta, you gotta address that because you're having them, you're chronically violating federal law by not having them accurately report their clock in and out time. And sometimes not to be cynical here, but sometimes people do it because they're cutting out early and because they're coming in late. I mean, I, you know, I mean, mm, that is a problem. Right. I think... Right. You miss one, you miss a couple, that's fine. But when it's a real systemic issue, then you have to investigate that because I, I 100% agree with Patty. Usually it's because someone's just trying to beat the system. Totally. Right. Okay. And it's easy. It's on their phone. Right. Lastly, though, I will say this, Marcus, you did mention that they're always on their phone. So that might be something else to address <laughs> just on the side if, if they're not working and they're just sitting on their phones. Yeah, it's like right. problems um, on the floor policy. <laughs> right. Yeah, so exactly. Just, uh, you know, another area of concern. Yeah. Right. Thank you for your question. Keep them coming. We love them. And, we're, and we promised to post that photo of Jack on uh, Instagram and in his uh, original, authentic witch's costume. Oh, it will be there. Mm -hmm. Well, we hope your week is mayhem, witch hunt free. And uh, thanks for joining us. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for listening in. And we'll catch you next week. Catch you next week. Bye. Bye. Managing Mayhem is presented by Management Northwest and Management Southwest and cannot be copied or rebroadcast without prior written consent. By listening to this podcast, you understand that we, or at least two of us, are lawyers, but we are not your lawyers. Therefore, nothing we say on the podcast should be taken as legal advice or considered to create an attorney-client relationship. It is solely meant for your educational and informational purposes. The podcast should not be used as a substitute for legal advice from an attorney licensed in your state. Please be aware that listening to lawyers can cause side effects such as migraine, self-doubt, and also maybe cure insomnia. But you know what? Trust your judgment where you're not your mom.